what'd you say? Did you get video of it? No, because my camera doesn't. So, sorry. We're talking about, I was playing some, I was boxing somebody in VR, and it kind of sucked because they're, like, in this boxing ring, the way you win is you get the biggest avatar you can find, and I didn't Uh know that, so I'm, like, rocking with this super, like, small e-boy guy, (laughs) and uh, this dude beat the shit out of me, but I was, like, fighting him, and uh, I decimated my mannequin head over there. (laughs) I just, like, uppercutted the shit out of him. But you didn't record it. No, because I don't run my camera in VR because you won't be able to see me because I'm walking around the room, and my camera points to my... Oh. um, I thought you had one. So what I'm thinking about doing is using a cam link with my actual video camera and setting it up somewhere on like a floating shelf or something oh, so you yeah, can okay. see the room okay um i look like an idiot though when i walk around in vr so, <laughs> <laughs> what's up sugar bushes welcome to another episode of true crime cinema club where we discuss movies that were based on actual crime yeah um bro we could start a whole podcast about that there's I feel like we could surprisingly you know i was trying to look into that and there's like not a ton of movies that would work out I was looking at one, like Zodiac. That was one yeah. I excluded from this list specifically because David Fincher is a lunatic, and that movie is like a, an exact we recreation. Could still to start a true crime cinema club that's just about horror and crime movies. Horror and crime? Horror I mean, movies? Horror movies usually involve murder, murder. Oh, crime. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Bro. Hmm. Oh, dude. Million dollar idea. We yeah, can we'll do that. Yeah, that. let's yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, we're on to something there. Nobody steal that fucking idea. Or yeah, fuck lose off. It. <laughs> Uh, today we're talking about Pain and Gain. Um, Pain and Gain was a movie. Well, go ahead. When Goose. did it come out? I uh, didn't even write like that fucking down. 2013, 14 or something. I like would guess the 2013. Yeah, Goose was like, "Yeah, you can watch it on Amazon for four bucks." It's... I'm not watching a movie I already pay. I already. I'm not paying for a movie I already watched. Dude. I always do the uh, like delayed deliveries for the extra dollar from Amazon, and I just use those to buy movies when I don't want to. Oh, that's them. oh nice. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. So nice. Uh, anyway, it came out 2013. Uh, it's got a stat cast. I mean, most, probably the number one reason we're watching this movie, besides the Grizzly Murders it's yeah. about, is because of Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, The Rock, dude. Dwayne yeah, the, the Rock, all Rock day. Johnson is in it. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's in it. <sighs> Whatever. You know, Mark and Mark and the Funky Bunch? Uh, there was a time where Mark Wahlberg just hate crime somebody, and we just we, we swept it <sighs> the. Don't get me wrong. I feel like he's a changed person, and I... He doesn't seem like a hate crime kind of guy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm all for, like, wronging But he never apologized mistakes. or anything for yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but I do, honestly, I still enjoy him in movies. I think he's a great... I think he's an... I idol. like... I, I mean, he's basically a better Matt Damon. That's, I, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I don't like Matt Damon at all, but Mark Wahlberg, I like. He And, and I also think Mark Wahlberg can be way funnier than Yeah, I think David. he can, too. He, and, like... He's been... I mean, like, other guys, he's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, and, like, uh, uh, fucking Four Brothers. Like, that's, yeah. not, that's yeah, like yeah. kind of a comedy, but it's yeah, still a great of. movie, dude. Uh, Anthony Mackie is in it. Uh, we were talking about him. Yeah, yeah he's, he's awesome. Uh, Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a meme that was like, Anthony Mackie looks like he's always he's always about to say, guess what, chicken butt. He does. <laughs> <laughs> the picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and then Ed Harris. He's the other, like, I don't know if you know, famous person. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, and Rebel Wilson. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. She's I forgot so Rebel funny in that Yeah, Rebel Wilson's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, the, I'll, I'll go over the movie first because that's my yeah. role this time. Um, and... I picked it. I wanted to not write about the real crime about this movie because I knew it would be a shit show. And then the movie is actually so detailed and involved. There's so much shit yeah, going and, on. Yeah, and surprisingly, it's, it's a lot like the actual oh, yeah. crime. So uh, the movie opens with a shot of an EOTech on a SWAT M4 in 1995. And we already know, <coughs> everybody knows, that this EOTech 512 came out in 2000. So <laughs> terrible attention to detail on this Bay masterpiece because uh, it was directed by Michael Bay, the, yeah, the yeah, founding yeah. father of the brilliant. Transformer series and um, Mark Wahlberg plays Daniel Lugo uh, just to him is he's a bodybuilder who works at a gym and he like turned a gym around because he's a super try hard capitalist mm-hmm. go hard pull yourself up by your bootstrap son of a bitch yes, sir. says he can bench 500 which I had some doubts about um, do you think Mark Wahlberg could bench 500 Mark pounds Wal- oh, Mark Wahlberg himself um, yeah. I feel like in his prime yeah that's crazy well uh, maybe I don't know so, I don't know. He, but before I do he, know the oh. dudes at the gym though that's that is a uh, thing. That, yeah. yeah, I'll get to that. But yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, the uh, before he became a bodybuilder, he committed some fraud, robbing old people out of money, easy scams, Naturally. and uh, went to jail. Then he got out and did this. So this takes place over Miami, Florida from October to 1994 to June 1995. So this is going to take a bit. There's a lot of shit going yeah, on yeah. here. Uh, we don't have any crimes for this that are like a day. Yeah, none, no, of, the, none these, of them are these like are this. These are definitely, yeah. Um, 
There is, uh, oh yeah, well, I really like the quote. He said, America is the most buffed, jacked country in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he has this whole thing about like working out makes you successful, and that's what America is supposed to be. And if you don't work out, yeah. you're like, you're not patriotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Uh, he meets this guy named Victor Kershaw, who owns the Shalotskis and the Greyhounds. He's got a bunch of stuff. He's played by Tony Shalhoub. He's an absolute piece of shit. He's yeah. the meanest dude yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. In like two minutes, he's like catcalling women and throwing racial slurs around. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, Victor advises Daniel that he should incorporate off-seas to avoid taxes. And uh, I don't know what I... My notes here are nonsense. So I was writing some of it while I was watching the movie. But okay. basically, he just tells them that tip while they're working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like his personal trainer, isn't he? Oh, yeah. So yeah. after he tell, he finds out about this, he's hanging out with Anthony Mackie. He's roid raging about his situation in life. Just yeah. Classic on blow yeah. stuff, <laughs> and uh, they get amped, and they go to a Johnny Wu seminar. Which, oh man, fuck, I didn't write. What's that guy's name? Ken Jeong. Ken yeah, Jeong. Yeah. Ken Jeong plays Johnny Wu. He's hilarious too. It's that's just another like Tony Robinson infomercial. All you need to do is succeed. Is yeah, is, yeah blah 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 guy. They go there. They get motivated. They get hyped because they're stupid people. They're exceptionally stupid, and they get uh, motivated to rob Victor. And he d- somehow doesn't doesn't. Uh, the seminar guy talked to Daniel Lugo at yes. the end. Like he's like, oh, he saw something to me. Yeah, like, yeah, go. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. Hey, nice, nice memory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Um, and they get motivated to rob Victor because that's his patriotic duty to get rich is yeah. to steal it from a horrible piece of shit. Yeah. I kind of see some logic to that. I, I will admit. That. Uh, so they need a third. So they go to the gym and they find the most physically perfect specimen that could possibly exist, which is the rock. So oh, obviously, obviously, yes, yes. And uh, it's so funny because uh, Anthony Mackie's character is named Adrian. I might swap back and forth because we both do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to remember. Uh, Adrian in the movie is just like obsessed with the rock. He just like cannot stop talking about, <laughs> yeah, about his physique. The rock. Like yeah, <laughs> he's so funny. Um, Paul Doyle is is the guy that the rock plays. He had went to prison previously for robbing a place high on blow. Yeah. And then uh, I guess take takes on a holy mission from God to save the unfortunate. And they show yeah. him like beating some dude's ass in prison to save another dude. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, whatever. So he they go to the strip club. His head with a weight, dude. Uh, well, we'll, we'll get, get there. Up, yeah, so yeah. Uh, we'll go to the strip club. And no, the guy in prison, the guy he fought, he picks up a 45-pound oh, yeah, weight. Oh, right, yeah, that's right, yeah. Brutal, yeah. To get beaten by a 45-pound weight, dude, you're dead. someone that can swing one of those around yeah, like, like that, nothing, I'd have to dude. swing my whole body yeah. around. I look ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Andy Mackie, yeah, was absolutely nuts about breast milk and is just, like sipping yeah, breast milk yeah, at the yeah. strip club, telling The Rock about how awesome it is. Couldn't stop talking about it. Yeah. They meet Serena, a Miss Bucharest uh, model, um, and... Bucharest from Romania. Yeah. And uh, she, I guess in the movie, uh, like went to Mexico and then and legally uh, came into the U.S. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and she loves America. She just came All over about here. It. Yeah, she couldn't do it the right way, I guess. So she was like, I love America so much, I'll get in there anyway. Either way, yeah. That's pretty badass. Um, so then I guess it cuts to The Rock. Uh, he's, he just goes back to him all of a sudden, and he's at the church, and he's getting hit on by that guy, so he beats his ass, because he's, like, staying at a yeah, church. Yeah, yeah, And uh, so then Daniel picks him up, and they go to a police supply store and buy a bunch of gear to try and abduct Victor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, they go to the house to where Tony Shalhoub's character, Victor, Lee, lives, yeah. and um, they, like, get up to the window to, like, go uh, grab him, but then there's, like, a bar mitzvah or some shit. There's a ton of people there, so they fuck off, and then they try to go to a supermarket, grab in a parking lot. They fuck that up, too. They, like, see... They don't see him go around the van, so they're all, like, looking yeah, behind like him. Yeah, where he is. Uh, and then they... Uh, so they fuck that up. Then they go to Shalotsky's, and they grab him, and they take him to a warehouse... Full of sex toys. Yeah. Because that's uh, the warehouse that they had access to, I guess. Uh, they had him blindfolded, uh, but it doesn't matter because Daniel Lugo was wearing this disgusting cologne and uh, Victor recognized it. So they get mad and they beat his ass a little more and they start trying to shake him down. He doesn't go for it uh, because he's a really stubborn piece of shit and they, just, they have him for three weeks while they like have him tied up, yeah. beating his ass with sex, <laughs> like dildos and stuff, like going on forever. Um, they. Get him to sign some papers so that because they want to take his money, the, yeah, his businesses, his property. Yeah. yeah, so they sign all that stuff over, and they get him to sign it after beating him for a while. But they and they take it to the bank and they need a notary. 
uh, and they offer a guy who works at the bar a bunch or at the gym a he's bunch the, of money. He's the gym manager. Yeah, he's like yeah. the owner of the gym. Yeah, yeah, so they give him a bunch of money to forge the notary note yeah. and uh, pull it off. So they do get it off. They get all the money, and they decide that they need to get rid of the witness because he's a loose end, even though this wasn't the plan originally. Yeah. So they get him drunk, <laughs> put him in a car, and smash it into a backhoe. They just you know do the whole brick on the yeah. thing. Yeah. It uh, doesn't work because they buckled him in. <laughs> and to Anthony Maggie's like, you got to buckle him in. You put yeah. in the car. That's the whole thing. You got the seatbelt thing. They're all like drunk and high while they're doing this. It's a fucking mess. And uh, so they're in the van and the, uh, he gets out of the car but like falls in the ground. And so they get in the van and Daniel Lugo convinces The Rock to run his head over uh, after they light the car on fire, too. And that, like, nothing's working. We won't stay alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he runs them over his head, and uh, they leave thinking he's dead, but he's he's not dead. He's still alive. So, and I'm like, holy shit. He's so stubborn, he wouldn't even fucking die, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just insane. And also, like, the scene where his head gets run over is really brutal. Yeah. There's a scene where, like, Michael Bay put, like, a GoPro on a tire squishing a face. Yeah. And you see it, like, up close getting run over. It's insane. It's super brutal. I And you think he's dead, but he's not. So, um, let's see. They go back into his head, leave. Okay, yeah. So he wakes up in the hospital and tells the police what happened. But they don't fucking believe him. Because, one, all that stuff happening to one human, that sounds yeah. insane. Yeah. Getting beat <laughs> by sex toys by a bunch of bodybuilder gang for three weeks that sounds insane and the fact that no one in his life reported him missing mm-hmm. for three weeks yeah. really went against him and that's just because he was that big of a piece of shit that no one was sad they go to the company that he owned and they were like we don't care he called us fat like i don't yeah. give a fuck about that guy and so they either assume uh it's a sex thing in the movie they say he's half colombian i think and they so they assumed it was like a half drug thing maybe and they were like go fuck yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't give a shit about it classic story about the cops not doing anything right uh and so then for some reason every character in this movie gets a backstory and like an anime intro where they just like start narrating (laughs) their previous lives so we get this whole backstory about uh ed dubois who's played by ed harris who's a detective that victor calls from an old phone book and um at first the guy doesn't believe him but he's like, all right, I'm going to check this out because this is crazy, and it's crazy that no one's going to check it out yeah, for yeah. you. So uh, he gets involved. Weirdly, also, tons of homophobia in this movie. Just gets thrown around very casually. Yeah, yeah. There was, uh, I wrote that note because I was writing this as I was watching the movie, and they're just like more throwaway lines. I was like, God damn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, there's this one moment where The Rock was also like been super high on blow forever, and – they're like, you look like shit. And he's like, I feel like I look great. <laughs> I was like, that is that's cocaine. Blow to, yeah. the, to the I was like, wow. The the rock knows what being on blow is like for sure. One of my favorite uh, lines The Rock says is when he's in that hotel and uh, he walks in and the guy behind the counter, he rocks like, I need the, this key to this room. And the hotel guy's like, can't do it for you, bro. And he has a baseball bat. He, like, beats some guy's head in or something like that. No, he said he was going yeah, to. Yeah, he said yeah. he was going to. He was like, uh, he, like, um... There was another. He used a wooden bat first, and then he had aluminum. Yeah, bat. He was yeah. Like, he was like, that bat was uh, wooden. This one's aluminum. And if you don't get the fuck out here, I'm gonna bash your brains in all over. This and the guys glass. immediately like, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. And if, if someone ever, like the Rock is threatening me, I'll do anything. Like, yeah, whatever you want, dude. Not I don't even care. a question. Yeah. I will literally rip your arms yeah. off. I'm like, I believe you, 100. Yeah. percent I will get moving. Um, so yeah, they they've been living the good life uh, on the money. Like uh, Daniel moves into the suburbs, takes one of his homes. He's got a boat there. He's he's living the life. Anthony gets married to uh, this penis doctor because his penis doesn't work from uh, yeah, he's, he's all the roids. Yeah, yeah. that's a real thing too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not because my penis doesn't work. Yeah. My penis works great. I don't. Uh, I want that on the record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to put it out there. So, uh, and then the Rock is just like living the high life, spending all his money, and like he's hooking up with the the Serena woman that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, and he can. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I did forget because there's just so much stuff going on. Yeah. I couldn't even keep track of all the notes. Uh, the She discovers at one point a bunch of weird stuff that uh, – Like spy equipment. Daniel has, yeah. like night vision goggles and shit yeah. that they were using to uh, case Victor. Yeah. And he tells her that she's a C- he's a CIA agent and she, <clears throat> he's going to hire her. And then he, as part of her mission, he gives her to The Rock and he just fucks for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And I was like – Okay, whatever, yeah. I didn't know if that was going to matter, but uh, it's confusing. So 
The Rock uh, does start run out of money from doing all that blow. And I don't his... think I wrote it in my notes because I was just going to try to remember it. But that, uh, just so I can say it now so you can remind me when I get to that part, that is actually true. Okay. They told her that Daniel Lugo said he was a CIA agent. Oh, and yeah, yeah. She, since she's foreign, she doesn't understand how anything works. She just thinks she just CIA, believes yeah. it. Also, uh, and she wants to be a part, like she begs yeah, to be a yeah. part of the mission. The, yeah. uh, also, the CIA does really operate like that. They so really, yeah, yeah. They, they, they do whatever the goons, fuck they yeah. want, yeah. Um, so he uh, tries to ro- – the Rock is desperate and needs some money, so he tries to rob a cash truck by just, like, running up and forcing some dude to the ground and taking his money because he's the Rock, and you can just do stuff yeah, like that. When you're, when Imagine you're... going into a situation knowing you are stronger mm-hmm. than anybody there, maybe like, even two people the there. Od- three, honestly. Oh, yeah. The odds of someone being able to overpower you are so – I can imagine I, the power you hold oh, just being like – Have I you can... seen that r- video, that Russian dude fighting two security officers yeah, getting yeah, on yeah. his ATV? and never stopping and just bikes Dude, away. Yeah, not <laughs> care. That's what The Rock's plan was. Yeah. Uh, th- unfortunately, and this is pretty nuts, I was really confused about it, the security forces for this cash truck are like the Grand Theft Auto police, yeah, and they're they chasing this dude everywhere, just firing their guns. Not like, giving a They're damn, running dude. through a restaurant, a restaurant, these security dudes shooting a gun at The Rock. I would not surprise, be surprised if that's actually how they are, because the dudes that run cash trucks, True. They're, they're, they're not they cops, that, they're no, regular Joes. But they want to shoot this, guns. But they, yeah, yeah, they want to be like that. So, and then the police get involved, and I mean... I guess the, co- the at this point they decide the rock because he's a, a he beast yeah. is shoot on sight. Yeah. There's one part where he jumps into the river and they're still shooting at him. And I'm like, what are I you saying? Go, what is he going to do? Pull his gun out in the water? And, like, mean, you're being honestly, ridiculous. If you're in a fight with somebody the size of the rock and you pull out a gun and shoot them and they didn't have a gun, you would probably have a good case of like, I mean, you have to assume dude, the rock is a deadly weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this dude is a beast. Like, he was going to kill me if the he got his hands on me. The exhibit in the diagram or in the lawyer case is just like pictures of his uh, arms. His biceps with <laughs> yeah. like a tape measure around it. <laughs> like, this man has 30-inch pythons. Yeah. I couldn't risk getting him anywhere near me. A he taser would, would not work. my head off, dude. So, he's in the river, they're shooting at him, and he gets his toe cut off uh, by a bullet, yeah. which is kind of nuts. Yeah. And uh, he, like, pulls it off with him, and uh, then he goes from the robbery straight to Adrian's wedding, I don't understand why, covered in paint from the fucking dye pack that he opened, and uh, they decide right then and there that the three of them are going to rob another random dude who was like, I think he made a bunch of money off of phone sex stuff, they call him the porn king in the movie. So they try to do their scam investment stuff that they were doing with the old people, or that Daniel was, Yeah. and uh, so they want to shake him down for some money, but it goes sour, because the millionaire can tell right away that Daniel's a moron. Yeah. And he's like, you're an amateur. This is a bunch of money. I want to talk to real people. <laughs> yeah. You're an idiot. And uh, it gets him really mad, and he's sort of, in the movie, it makes it kind of look like he accidentally killed him. Like, he was hitting him, and then he falls on the ground, and then a weight falls off of the weight set and smashes his head to the ground. And uh, then the wife of the guy was there, and she sees him, and, and they trank her with some ketamine and put her down. <laughs> yeah. And so they've got a pretty volatile situation. they got a dead guy, and they got a tranked wife, and they need the safe combo to just try to get some money. They call it yeah. a recovery op because yeah, they're not going yeah. to get the same thing twice. They yeah. can't get the hand signatures. It's a disaster. Um, and so they get the safe combo from her while she's tranked, and they go to their house, and then it doesn't really work. Uh, I mean, it doesn't work because she just gave her some random Yeah, numbers. random numbers. Yeah. She's and uh, then uh, they give her more ketamine and she dies. Mm-hmm. They accidentally kill her. And so at the house, I guess, uh, while he's there, the porn king's house, the rock just, like, feeds the dog a toe. And so they leave. And <laughs> then the housekeeper that. finds it and calls the police, obviously. Yeah. Uh, they try to cut up the bodies that they have because now they have two, mm-hmm. and they try to use an electric chainsaw. Which, has anyone seen a video of a cartel massacre? Chainsaws don't cut flesh very well yeah, at all, no, no. and an electric chainsaw is a dumb choice yeah, anyway. Yeah, for real. Uh, super low torque, and uh, it doesn't work. And they uh, so they go to return it at Home Depot to get a gas powered one. That also doesn't work. So then they get a hatchet and just cut her hand off. Because they want to get rid of the fingerprints. Yeah, yeah. And the, they tell the rock to burn the fingerprints off. He starts just grilling them on a grill outside. Like, it's a fuck. He's got music yeah, playing. Like a barbecue, he's dude. chilling. He's high on blow. And he's just grilling some hands. He, like, waves um, to some girl that's, yeah, like, watching him, yes, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. Like, the movie thinks it's being funny, and I'm like, holy shit, these are chopped up bodies. And this guy's grilling hands. Like, yeah, this is just, like, not caring. Shit. Um, and. So the uh, 
Yeah, they did try to return that chainsaw, and it had human hair in it while they do it, which mm-hmm. is fucking nuts. The lady thinks it's fur, so they're fine. <laughs> um, they are. They get the bodies chopped up, put in barrels. They dispose of them, but um, I can't remember why exactly. But the police catch them because they yeah. find out what was going on. They knew that the dude was missing, uh, and they catch uh, Adrian, and they catch. I already forgot what the rock's name was. So the the rock, the rock just goes to a church and just gives up. They find him. The other one, he was like uh, looking at his balls in the window or in the mirror or something. <laughs> it is ridiculous. But Daniel gets away. He steals the boat. He fucks off to the Bahamas where that offshore account that Victor mentioned earlier was, yeah. and he wants to go empty it. Um, but he's met at uh, the bank by a detective, <clears throat> and as he's walking out, he uh, the detective from a window two stories up shoots him in the leg. And I was like, look. You can't just shoot. Yeah, the, for what real. What is dude. happening all the time? <laughs> I don't know. Please. They're like, he'd get away. I'm like, well, yeah, but get, you can't just blast him like that. Fucking, That's dangerous as fuck. Dude, you hit an artery in that leg, he's dead. Uh, yeah. Down five minutes. And they're like, why'd you kill him? And you're like, well, you might have ran away. So. Yeah, we, gotta, we had to take out that leg. Uh, he starts running away after he gets shot, but then Victor hits him with a car, because, and I guess because he's there too. Yeah, and uh, So they, they arrest him. And Rebel Wilson testifies in court uh, because she's the wife of uh, Adrian Mackey or whatever, and uh, she tells them everything, and they uh, find also the barrels with the bodies in them, and they had been dissolved mostly except for the breast implants that the wife had, and they identified them with the serial numbers on the Mm -hmm. fake titties. And uh, I wasn't going to say the ending because I was going to save it for you. Yeah. But it did say it took 14 minutes to sentence them both. And yeah. I thought that was interesting. But at the end of the movie, <clears throat> they give Daniel like an inspirational goodbye. And I was like, okay. He's like, he was a murderer. Yeah, he was a bad person. Like, what do you and, mean? Um, yeah. So that's it for the plot of the movie. I, I tried to see what I could to find out about the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, Not too much detail. It's really, honestly, um, it's... Almost exact. The crimes are almost exactly the way the movie portrayed. It's crazy. It. So, but so, oh, I was gonna talk about the movie real quick. <laughs> yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. But uh, the uh, most all the outfits in the movie were thrifted, which I thought was really neat. That's tight. And Marky Mark didn't need any help uh, picking his outfits because he knows yeah. how to dress like a cool guy <laughs> like a, in the nineties, like, like a Jack dude in the yeah. 90s. So he, he was, was all over. It. Yeah, I thought that was so funny. He had it in um, his closet. He's like, I'm just waiting for that moment. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, we're busting out the fanny packs again. Um, I thought watching the movie that everybody was having a lot of fun. Yeah. It was crazy to see The Rock be like a bad dude yeah, on drugs. Yeah, because usually he's, like, the, he's like a dude. Like, like he's like the a nicest guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he was like a DJ yeah. in this movie. It was honestly really awesome. Uh, the house that they show that Victor had owned that Daniel Lugo moved into was uh, Madonna's. Was oh, was it really? Fact. Yeah, oh, just, yeah I, I thought that. that was kind of cool. That's crazy. And uh, for a Michael Bay movie, it came in at a remarkable only $26 million budget, which fascinated me. That's insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, I mean... There wasn't too much stunts. Yeah, there wasn't stunts or, like, practical like there was. Well, there or... was, like, two car stunts. Yeah, yeah. And, and a little bit of, like, you need a little bit for some of the stuff, but yeah. most of the part, nah, yeah. That's it's crazy. Pretty, yeah, it was... It was a cool movie. It was filmed well. It was got a stat cast handled, like, just like thirty minutes or less poorly. Yeah, I'm like, if this is real, this is awful. Yeah, yeah this yeah. isn't funny. Yeah, this is like grim. It, no, it, and it was hard to like com- laugh at it, the movie. They because... turned it into a comedy, and it wasn't it, like thirty minutes or less. It wasn't a comedy. Yeah, situation. so tell me about it. So I'm not really gonna use the actors' names because I wrote down the actual people's names, but also. There are some names that come up on the Wikipedia page, like Paul Weeks and stuff like that. Like they they don't really mention in no, the, I don't like remember, the article no. or anything like that. I couldn't find anything about them, but they were part of the Sun Jim game. So, oh, the, okay. so the name of these the actual group that did it they were dubbed the Sun Jim Gang. Um, so Daniel Lugo had just gotten sounds, serving. Uh, sounds like a cowboy. Yeah, shit. right. I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't work. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Part so, of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> so Daniel Lugo had just got done serving a 15 month prison sentence for fraud and was assigned three years federal probation. Basically, he went around telling businesses in the area that he was a uh, representative from a small bank. I mean, from a bank in Hong Kong that was looking to invest in American business American businesses. Uh, the bank never existed, but all that he told the people basically, all you need to do is pay me loan fees up front, and we're good to go. Uh, Man, scamming <laughs> people's easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially not getting then, caught is is hard, but scamming them to get money yeah. immediately, yeah, effortless. So, um, 
So he ends up getting $71,000 from them and then just leaves. But he gets caught. So once he does his time, he ends up at the um, Sun Gym, which is like, it was like a gym slash bodybuilder hangout. Everybody was on gear. Like they were, it was working out that it was just a bro hangout, essentially. Uh, it was located just north of Miami Lakes. The gym already had a reputation of being a really shady place. The guy who owned it just like didn't look into people's backgrounds or anything. Oh, like really? That. Yeah. So that's um, interesting. Cause yeah. In the movie, they kind of just make it like because Daniel tells the gym owner about his past, and he's like, "Oh, whatever, man." You yeah. Know, so, I, yeah. That doesn't seem like a bad thing. No, like, no, yeah. no. So, but it just it just had this reputation of being, and because like it was like one of those places where. It's a gym, but the guy, like, doesn't know really when he, where he wants to go with it. So he's like, oh, we're going to start a Sun Gym karate team, like, stuff like that. Oh, Just going, shit. Yeah. Okay. So um, he overlooks, the owner overlooks, like, people's shady past. And Lugo. Which isn't inherently a bad no, thing. No, no, not yeah. at all. Um, so Lugo pitches him this uh, story about how he's going to bring the gym so much money. I'm going to up memberships, this, that, and the other. Uh, I, he said for, he told him I, he was also working on a software that would revolutionize the accounting department's job, like stuff like that. Okay. And then, if, Ambitious. Know, yeah. I don't know why, but the, he said that, but he did. And it, the owner bought it and he was like, yeah, fuck, you're on. Let's go. Uh, Lugo was a really big, like charmer though. He had, you know, he was handsome. He, he had a silver tongue. He could talk his way out of anything yeah. and get anyone to do anything. So we're going to take a look at George Delgado. Um, so Victor Kershaw in the movie, the guy's real name is Mark Schriller. Yeah, they did change the yeah, names. They, changed they the said names, that yeah. too. Yeah. Um, they changed the names of the victims. But so um, Mark Schriller is the rich millionaire guy. So George Delgado was, um, I can't, I think he either worked at Sun Gym or he just was a regular there, but he knew Mark Schriller because he used to work for him a long time ago at this like accounting firm. Oh, okay. And they became actually very close. <clears throat> oh, um, oh, that's interesting. He was Mark, just a client in the show. Yeah, no, the no, no, no. So, wow. well, I mean, uh, in the movie, uh, Lugo is Victor Kershaw's Personal bodybuilder, trainer, but yeah. they didn't know each other. George Delgado, someone who was in the gym, is the one who knew Mark Schriller. Um, oh, oh, so, oh, okay. So okay. they, uh, um, like I said, he was an accounting, a part of the accounting firm at Mark's business firm or accounting firm back in 1991. Eventually, he bought a portion of Mark's business and dealt with like Medicare reimbursements and shit, which was also very shady. Um, so they yeah. had a very close relationship. Like Mark Schriller and, and Delgado would like hang out all the time. They were best oh, friends. Like interesting. When Schriller went on vacations, he would like let Delgado go to his house and like hang out and stuff like oh, that. Oh, like, so they, they don't were, have any of that. Yeah, stuff. no, okay. they were super wow. super close. It does kind of change it. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. They were like best friends. That's brutal. Um, so Delgado ends up joining Sun Gym, and that's where he meets Lugo. Okay. Um, and they hit it off. Like, like I said, Lugo's got a big personality. Like, he's got a good reputation in the gym, too, because he is bringing in all these memberships and stuff like yeah. that. Um, Lugo quickly works his way up to manager and everything. So, since Delgado and Lugo had became really close with each other, Delgado would frequently take him over to Mark Schriller's house when okay. he would go and hang out. Now, Lugo saw that Schriller was, like, a wealthy entrepreneur, uh, and he wanted to go into business with him, with Schriller and Delgado, uh, unfortunately, Schriller did not like Lugo at all. He thought he was shady. He thought he was creepy and abrasive. Oh. Um, he he just saw him as an untrustworthy guy, he, and that he was trouble. And Schriller was like, "Fuck that! I don't want L you anywhere." Lugo sounds like he has like NPD. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's and like some people have the sight for people like that. Yeah, like, a lot yeah. of pe some people can just get swept up by him. I mean, and like Trump's a good example. Yeah, of that. and other people can see right through it, and like those people come off shitty. Yeah, Schriller was That's one of those dudes. And uh, so this this opinion of Lugo was something that Schriller tried to, you know, get to Delgado, like make him feel the way he felt about him because he's like, this dude's not any, he's not try, he's not good, oh, man. Okay. He's going to get you in trouble. Um, but Delgado was so captivated by Lugo's personality, his reputations. And his success. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he, you know, he just didn't believe Schriller. And he, it, this caused the relationship between Delgado and Schriller to slowly deteriorate over time. And Delgado and Lugo's relationship strengthened. Uh, when Schriller and Delgado's relationship finally came to an end, Schriller was like, hey, man, it's either... Me or Lugo, like I don't like I don't want him around me. I don't want him around my house, my businesses. So you can either we can continue our business relationship and friendship, or you can go do your whatever with Lugo. I just don't. So want if he hung out with Lugo, 
and kept him at the business, he would stop hanging out with him and be his friend. Like, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, Shirley oh, was okay, like, I don't wow. want you in a That's part crazy. of any of my businesses coming to my house, this, that, that the So other. he's that fucking shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Delgado was like, well, it's, you know, I'm Lugo. I'm going with Lugo. And wow. Yeah, pretty shitty, even though Shriller, like, helped this dude a, a lot. So... Now, Sun Jim, like I said, Lugo quickly makes his way to manager. Uh, so while um, they're, like, working out and stuff like that, Delgado starts disclosing, like, personal information about Schriller, like that his wealth, his, you know, the layout of his house, that he knows all the alarm codes, this, that, and the other. Um, during this time, Lugo creates, like, this, quote-unquote, gang within the gym of people that he, like, surrounds himself with. Interesting, okay. Um, and, you know, I had members like Adrian Dorball who were basically, like, Dorball, Adrian was, like, Lugo's child in real life. Like, he, like, he took him in, like, Dorball looked up to Lugo, like, that was, like, his, like, role model. Um, and he would do whatever Lugo's asked to. Interesting, okay. Uh, they don't really just pick that either. Yeah, he was, yeah. he was, like, a, he was Lugo's yes man, essentially. Um, and he was also an impotent from all the steroids he took. Okay, so that was real. Yeah, it was yeah. real, yeah. So, uh, basically, they start coming up with these plans on how to kidnap Triller and take his money, assets, and everything. They go, they buy handcuffs, walkie-talkies, and a stun gun. Um, they try to kidnap, so I know it kind of conveys it in the movie that they had a, some failed attempts. They tried to kidnap Shriller seven times. Seven. Seven times, and it didn't work Dude, out. Dude, if the movie showed it seven times, I'd be like, this is fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah, so like, <laughs> in, that, in that scene where they're in his yard and they see the bar mitzvah, so that was real. What actually happened was, they were they go to his yard and they're have blankets over them so they're not seen. And their plan is when Shriller goes to get his morning paper, they are going to grab him and take off with him. But the passing cars by the house freak them out. And so it said that they like were running around his front yard yelling, abort, abort, abort. And they like, do that in the movie yeah, yeah, too. Wow. That actually happened. And uh, wait, so I guess did Daniel tell that story? Is that why? We yeah, I, okay. I would think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure there weren't witnesses mm -hmm. or whatever. So, uh, another time they planned on kidnapping him was on Halloween. They planned to dress him in costumes and ring his doorbell. And when he answered the door thing, it was trick-or-treaters. They'd snatch him. The Rock. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but somehow, uh, somehow they just ended up going to the strip club that night. Um, so. Okay. I hate it when that happens. I was about to do something. Then I'm like, wait, yeah. I'm at the strip club. Yeah. Fuck. So, uh. All these failed attempts, uh, finally, since the none of them were working, Lugo was like, fuck this. Like, you guys are going to go do this yourself. Like, um, I think Adrian, excuse me, another dude, and a guy called Big Mario. So, oh, okay. When I said something about the 500-pound things, um, um, Big Mario could bench press 505 pounds of this Wow. Time. So what happens... So it's real, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um... So what happens when Triller is leaving his Schlotzky's franchise, he's going to his car, and he so opens... So he did also own yeah, Schlotzky's, yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Wow, okay. Uh, also, Schlotzky slaps. Yeah, that morning, he was he was meeting with a potential buyer of to the franchise, someone who was going to buy it. When the guy didn't show up, he left. And that's when he's getting in his car, and they attack him, and they start hitting him. Um, He, like, Triller grabs onto a steering wheel to try to pull himself in his car and get away, but Big Mario essentially just picks him up and is like, no. And they start beating his ass, and Triller's like, you know, take my watch, take my wallet, take whatever you want. Like, you can have it all. I don't care. Just, you know, let me go. Take my car. And uh, they grab him, throw him in the back of the van, and he's like, what do you guys want? And they're like, we want you. And uh, shut the door. They duct tape his uh, eyes and ears and stuff like that. They take him to a warehouse that Delgado owned. So... Shriller stated that the duct tape on his face was so tight that it was digging into his nose and would constantly, and his nose would constantly be bleeding because of this. Um, I can't remember which member of the gang it was, but one of them like gently put like a maxi pad on his face to catch the blood. That's how, oh I'm pretty God. sure it was the guy Rock portrayed because he was. It was said that he was a really yeah, like, a yeah. nice guy. Um, and they also said the duct tape was so tight and it was on for so long that like he wasn't able to picture his wife and kids anymore. Um, so they. I don't really. Get that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it, I don't well, know. he was also being tortured. Like oh, they, okay. they beat the shit out of him. So like, was it a sex shop or a sex toy? I'm not. I didn't read. I didn't see anything about that. Oh, they just threw that yeah, in. Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, Michael. Bay. So they whatever. They, they start torturing him. They're basically like, don't let him use the bathroom. They're starving him. 
Uh, they're beating him uh, with guns. They're beating the shit out of him. These dudes are jacked, too, so that punch has got to hurt. God, do you um, imagine The Rock punching you full volume? Yeah. So they start... Shatter they, me. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. They start telling Shiro, like, hey, this is what you're going to do. Sign us, sign over your assets to us and everything, and we'll let you go. And Triller's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. You can beat me all day. I'm not going to give you anything. Um, for Which I'm also like, bro. Well, they well like, like, you know, in the movie, they wanted him to sign everything over. Like, they wanted him to give them all his stuff like he wouldn't have anything after that but eventually they tell him hey if you don't start signing things over we're gonna go kidnap your wife and we're going to rape her in front of you jesus yeah. christ yeah, not good people oh so he had a wife yeah so okay. so Interesting. after they tell him that triller starts complying uh immediately he signs over a lot of his assets he's also he's told to call his wife he calls his wife and he's like they were supposed to go on a vacation to see their uh, in-laws in Colombia, but Schriller calls his wife and is like, "Hey, go to Colombia right now. Grab the kids. Grab a bag. Get out of the house." And oh. she's like, "Okay, absolutely." Oh, okay. He does make that call yeah. in the movie. Yeah, she doesn't ask any questions and just goes. Um, for some reason, she doesn't call the police, but you know, rich people, whatever. Okay. Uh, so if I get calls from like that, I, I probably wouldn't call the police. I'm like, sounds like he's handling. He's it. also coaxed into calling all of his business partners and telling them, "Hey, I'm having an affair with a lady. If I'm not around, for, you know, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna just up and go. I'm gonna leave the business. I'm gonna go." Do oh, my own thing. so they did cover that. Yeah, yeah. They so, didn't do that in the movie. Yeah, and so they, he says that he's like, "I'm signing." Oh, he, and he also tells like, "I'm signing the business over to this person." Gives like a fake name. Um, of one of the, I think Lugo's uh, alias or whatever, so he doesn't put his real name on documents or some shit. But he oh, basically, okay. I've signed the business over to this person. Essentially, what I think he was doing, what like their plan was to get him to read all this, was I think that they were. He said like I'm having an affair, an affair, and I'm getting a divorce with my wife. It made it sound like that he was doing this so his wife couldn't take the business, oh, so he signed over in someone okay. else's name. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh -huh. Smart. Mm -hmm. That's a clever cover. Yeah, that was like probably the only smart thing they did. Cause, yeah, because well, yeah, we'll get into it. So, um, his, his wife and kids leave. They go to Colombia after a month of being kidnapped and tortured. Um, you know, being burned, starved a lot, starved and stuff like that. Uh, making him use the bathroom on himself. They decide they're going to kill him for the two million dollar insurance payout that Lugo's ex wife was now the beneficiary of. Okay. Um. So on December 15th... Lugo's ex-wife. Yeah, oh, because yeah, yeah. they signed the stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, December 15th at 2.30 a.m., after they've, they've made him... Forcefully made him drink alcohol for three days. Oh, uh, yeah. Holy and like, shit. not like... Not like they were like jamming good. It was like, yeah. it was like, here's some... Uh, some like cheap vodka. Here's some... Uh, cream liquor like it was like it was oh. like you're an 18 year old kid and don't know how to oh. yeah that's what they, like, that, you want to drink a bunch of baileys that's how they described it on one of the podcasts i listened to and it made so much sense to me because like when you're that when yeah. you're that you don't know what goes good you're just like oh this is alcohol i'm gonna drink it um so Here's some baileys and mike's hard lemonade yeah <laughs> so um with lugo driving with uh two members of the gang i mean with luke they put triller in the car lugo drives there's another member of the gang in the back seat and uh Adrian is following in another vehicle. They went to a place around four miles from the Schlotzkys when they kidnapped him. They took his car, too. Oh, okay. Um, so nobody suspected anything. Um, about four miles from the Schlotzkys, they put Shrill in the driver's seat. They pushed down the gas pedal and ran the car into a pole. So they were watching from about a block away. Um, and they see that... Triller is still alive, but he's unconscious. So they pour gasoline on the car. Yeah. Set it on fire. This somehow wakes Triller up. He, like, opens his eyes and, like, oh, I gotta get out of here. And he gets out of the car, and, uh, uh, they hit him with, they, like, pin him up against the wall with the car. Oh, okay. Um, and then they think, they don't get out to check to see if he's dead. They They're just like, drive off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they just drive off. So, Triller wakes up in a hospital, and as soon as he realizes he's in the hospital, he starts, like, telling nurses, anyone that'll listen, what happened to him. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that didn't happen. You were just in a drunk driving accident. You hallucinated all that or something. I'm just like, his injuries well, in the car his being injuries, on fire yeah, so and also, weird. But, like, he had a, he, you know, he was, had a huge high blood alcohol content because of oh, the force yeah. drinking. So, they just wrote him off. They didn't, the story sounded so insane that they were like, you know. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, uh. The gang moves into Schriller's house and start living there and, like, selling his stuff and everything. 
And when the neighbors ask, you know, what happened, they, Lugo tells them that he's with the he's with the U.S. security forces, and that Schriller had been deported for like shady business dealings or whatever. And the neighbors don't question this at all. They're, They're just like, like, "Sounds good, yeah, yeah, sure. thank, thanks, bud." So, Schriller uh, didn't call the police. He called uh, a PI named Ed Dubois, and even Ed didn't believe his story. He was like, "This is insane. No. no, I don't believe this at all." But before he got off the phone with him, he was like. If what you're saying is true, the best course oh, of action yeah. is to leave the hospital because they will be coming back and that, for you. He does say he that does, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So he, um, Schriller pays six thousand dollars for a private ambulance or something like that or a life flight, goes to New York, and two days later, um, the gang shows up to finish him off and he's in gone. New York. Oh no, 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 no in, oh, yeah. okay, wow, okay, because they um, they checked like the mo- local morgues and everything, and they didn't get any reportings of a new body. So they started calling hospitals, and they found out where he was at. Okay. Because um, nobody knew, uh, nobody at the hospital knew who he was. He was a John Doe, essentially. Oh, you know, oh idea okay. Yeah. So um, eventually, Schriller goes to Columbia to meet up with his family. Ed begins talking with, like, his, you know, they they conveyed in the movie, but, like, when you read this case, you think, like, oh, because Ed, Ed's just some private investigator or whatever. No, he's been a private investigator for, like, 40 years. So he had a very close relationship with cops in the area. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, okay. And even they didn't believe him. Uh, they were just like, yeah, whatever. And that was probably and super that's in the movie, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he basically tells him, with all the time you're spending not believing me and dealing with this gang, they're they're looking for an ex-victim. Like, yeah. yeah. They are, for sure. Yeah. Um. So that brings us to... um. Sorry, Frank Griga and Christina Furton. Um, Christina is Frank's girlfriend. So, <clears throat> um, through a past girlfriend, Adrian had discovered the couple. couple uh, and the ex set up a meeting between Adrian and the couple, and, Dor- and Adrian brought Lugo as his cousin. Um, Frank made his fortune off of uh, phone sex. That's that okay. 800 okay. to 900 yeah. numbers. That's how he made all his money. And he was very wealthy because of it. Uh, so they start, they kind of, what they tell him is that they are um, pitching him a sales idea about phone lines in India. Okay. And that's how they want to talk. And and they look the part too when they meet with him because they had multiple meetings because they're wearing expensive suits. Um, Lugo's got, Schriller's $200,000 Rolex on oh, his wrist. So okay. Griga is like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, these guys They're are high real yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, May 25th, 1995, they decide that that's when they're going to go th- through with their plan. They had a plan to go to a restaurant. Um, you know, Adrian and Lugo are driving, and then Griga and his girlfriend are driving behind them in, like, their Lamborghinis. And sure. so they find out that the restaurant is closed. And they went back to Adrian's townhome to discuss this plan oh, okay. or discuss this business dealing. And like I said, Frank didn't know any better. Like they had given him like a computer and stuff as like a present, just like you know, yeah. tighten business relationships. So he thought it was what he thought it was cool. Sure. Um, while they're at the townhome, Adrian and uh, Griga are in another room while Lugo and Christina are in like the kitchen or something. Adrian and Griga are talking and Griga kind of finds out these dudes are fucking phony they ain't shit um so they get into an argument and there were two instances I don't know which one is right because I saw conflicting it was either that um Adrian choked him and was in a steroid induced rage and didn't know his strength and either broke his neck from choking him or collapsed his trachea okay um or he or another account said like in the movie he hits in the head with like something and and you know causes a blood splatter or whatever. Uh, it was one uh, of those. Wait, so they're saying that potentially the weights falling on his head thing was real? Mm, I don't know if it was. I wouldn't say. I, I want to assume that falling on his head wasn't it. So but that he probably the, beat the weight him. still probably it was incorporated in beating him. Okay, yeah. okay. So they hear all this commotion going from the room. Christina goes in and sees Frank's fucking dead on the floor and starts freaking out. So Lugo panics and injects her with Rompin, which is a horse tranquilizer. Oh, okay. And she uh, she starts coming to for a moment, and they try to extract information out of her because, like you said, yeah. in the plot, they're like, well, obviously, uh, we Not can't get, get information. Scam, yeah. yeah, we can't we can't scam him out of everything, so we got to at least try to get some shit for us from his house, whatever. So they're trying to get information out of Christina, 
about like access codes to the house, the safe in the house, and everything like that. She gives them a little bit of information, and then um, uh, they kept injecting her with rompin, and it leads to her overdosing and dying. Okay. Yeah. They inject yeah. her with enough rompin to kill like four a thousand pound horses. Like oh. they, yeah, they put all, yeah. Well, what, what, so they were just trying to. No, they just, just they didn't. Un, yeah, they didn't know what you okay. know the dosage or anything. They were just like, yeah. Just Why, keep where did they her. get it? Why do they have I that? Don't know. Was that I, for that plan? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So. Uh, where were we? The next day, the gang takes their bodies to the warehouse where they attempt to dismember them. They use a chainsaw, uh, but it doesn't work, so they take it back to Home Depot uh, to get something a little oh bit more my powerful. God. So that's yeah. real. That's real, yes. They take it back to Home that's Depot to get something horrible. more powerful, uh, and it's like covered in evidence, but no one says shit. Uh, the new chainsaw they got doesn't work, uh, so they just start cutting the bodies up with a hatchet. Um, so they attempt to burn the bodies... But it's producing too much smoke, so they have to put it. They have to put it up with a fire extinguisher, and they end up putting them in these steel barrels full of lye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, the morning of Griga and Christina's disappearance, the housekeeper goes to the house, and when she walks in, she realizes that the dog is barking her ass off, and that um, you know the dog has torn everything up and it's been left unattended, and that's not like yeah, that's not like them. They would he never loves do the that. Dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so no toe. <clears throat> yeah, no yeah. toe. And, uh, okay. no, no doubt. Yeah, that no. makes sense. That makes sense. That seemed kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, the housekeeper contacts a neighbor, and they start talking. Um, Griga and Christina were both Hungarian, so they had a lot of connections in the Hungarian community in Florida. So they start talking the, to... The Florida-Hungarian yeah, phone sex society. Yeah, <laughs> so they start talking to each other, and after realizing that nobody knows where they are, that, you know, somebody out of that... Out group of those, would know, would know yeah, yes. yeah. Um, they're like, all right, we need to go to the police. So they go to the police. Police start taking this seriously, and they start investigating the disappearance. Um, and around 7.30, May 31st, 1985, 7.30, Lloyd Alvarez, a friend of Griga's, spots Griga's yellow Lamborghini traveling in a convoy with two other cars. He follows yeah, the troop. pretty fucking... Yeah, it was like a gold yeah. Lambo, too. Oh, yeah. my God. So he follows the trio of cars and recognizes Daniel Lugo in the Mercedes. Uh, 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 Beatrice Weiland and Attila Weiland were contacted by police uh, who began speaking to them. I don't... They don't really mention them in the story. This is just... Uh, yeah. Uh, names. Um, so after that, they, they spot, like, Lugo and everybody, and they're like, okay, they may have something to do with this. Um... That around eight days later of their disappearance, Captain Al Harper phoned Ed and was like, "Hey, excuse me, I think your story's correct, and these dudes might be involved in another whatever." What is it that makes them figure that out? Do you know what? Like, why do they think it's the same gang? Because is it just because of the profile of the dude? Yeah, it may because like the profile of Rich disappears. And he, yeah. know, and he knows the yeah, guy. And, yeah, that's and right. That, and that he is like, and yeah, like I said, he it's knows frenzy. Ed, yeah. and okay. he sees them, you know, driving this dude's car or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, he starts, Ed starts collaborating with, uh, you know, the police investigation. On Friday, June 2nd, uh, Mark Schriller turns, returns to Miami two months after he had uh, told investigators his story. Another thing was, investigators, uh, Mark Schriller didn't, like, go to the police until, like, five months after this ordeal happened. That's why they also didn't believe him. They were like, oh, I forgot, I'm sorry, I forgot to put this in, but they were like, oh, why did you wait so long? And oh. I'm, not under, I'm not sure why he did. I couldn't find the, anything. Because no one believed him yeah, at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, let's see. So police start investigating them, um, and then, like, I, you know, that thing with their girlfriends talking about how he's in the CIA, uh, she finds... Uh, in the real story, she finds all this equipment in Lugo's house, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm in the CIA, we're, like, profiling this guy, and in the instance with Griga, she helped, like, <gasps> facilitate that, because oh, he told her she was he was a, a, a terrorist. It's and like that the they were North Korea down. thing all over yeah. Oh, again. dude, yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> um, so, um, the next morning, after uh, Shriller returns to Miami, Metro-Dade police serve warrants on the houses of Daniel Lugo, George Delgado, uh, Adrian Dorball, and John Messi, who was another member of the gang. Um, Lugo, at this time, had already fled the Bahamas. He kind of knew some shit was going down, so he was like... "It." I redact that statement. He, Like in the movie, he wanted to go... Clear the bank. Clear the bank account offshore, offshore yeah. in the account in Bahamas. 
Um, so he flees the Bahamas, but he was arrested five days later by a multi-agency task they force. They don't shoot him in the leg from the no, bank? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, and they brought him back on a commercial flight to Miami. So on June 10th, Lugo agrees to reveal the hiding place of the bodies in return for the police, mentioning his helpfulness in the jury. Uh, he brought them to the submerged barrels in southwest Miami. However, the drums did not contain the heads, hands, or feet of the victims that was crucial to identification. Oh. Um, following this event, you after that, Lugo stopped helping the police. Uh, the body of Fertum was later identified through her breast plants serial okay, numbers. Okay, that's real. Yeah, which was matched to the records Holy held by her shit. plastic surgeons. A month later, information about the missing body parts was supplied by an anonymous caller. Um Police. We never find out who that was? No. Whoa. Police arrested uh, Carl Weeks and Stephen Pierre, uh, who uh, who helped in the kidnapping. Uh-huh. Um, Stephen Pierre tried to help in the beginning, but he really, like, he was, he was a part of all this, but he was very, like, I don't want anything. Like, I don't want to dismember them. I don't, you know, okay. I'm not cool with this. Because the way Lugo got those dudes to help, he was like, do you want to make $100,000 for two days of work? Okay, and they were okay. like, of course we do. Like, what do you yeah. mean? Yeah. And that's how he enticed them into it. Um. Uh, la la la. Where were we? Um, John Messi was returned in police custody after initial investigation. Um, uh, Sabiana Patrisco and Cindy Eldridge, which were the girlfriends of yeah Lugo and I think Delgado. Um, they also faced charges for helping. Oh, yeah. whoa, um, yeah, okay, yeah. all of them. So yeah, so the trial of Lugo and Adrian. And John Messi occurred simultaneously with two juries picked, one to listen to the evidence against Lugo and the second to listen to the evidence against Dorball and Messi. Uh, interesting. Um, if okay. I remember correctly, the owner of the gym, that notary thing, was real. Like that. Oh, he, okay. He was notarizing these thing, these documents, and when he was, uh, when he was investigated, he was like. He didn't know that something was up. He didn't know what they were doing. He just was like, okay, I'll help you. Like, sure I got this didn't. for you. Yeah, and like, sure. there's speculation that he had to know to some extent, but there's also other it's people just that like, believe that he It's believable really enough know. for someone to be like, I'll give you, you know, 50 grand if you do this. Like, okay, yeah, fucking yeah, sure. Not, yeah, he doesn't have ask, to know that Not ask much. any questions, yeah. Um, so, um... The trial, which began February 24th, 1998, was the longest and most expensive criminal trial in history of Dade County. Whoa. In Miami, Dade County. Holy shit. It featured shit. more than 1,200 pieces of physical evidence and 98 witnesses. That's so a lot. When they did all this stuff to these people and, like, went into their house and everything, they didn't get rid of shit. Like, they, oh, like they, had, okay. they had Schriller's family photo albums, like, in one of their apartments. Like, Why? Because the they're stupid. It's literally like what a creepy thing to do. Yeah, and also it's like these they had no foresight like into the future. Like they no. yeah, it, they no, couldn't. No, and like the neighbors would know who he is. Like it just the 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 fact that it went on as long as it did is surprising to me. I think the um, whole theme of this podcast season is how shit the police are. Yeah, very true. That's gonna be all we fucking talk very about. Very true. So um, on this is like almost identical to the thirty minutes or less, and that the cops barely fucking listen to anyone involved and they don't follow any of the proper leads for fucking ever yep. until it's like way too late and more bad shit happens. So the uh, fuck? So on October 2nd, 1996, Daniel Lugo was indicted on 46 counts and pleaded guilty to all charges. The accounts he was indicted on were conspiracy to commit racketeering, racketeering, first degree murder, first degree murder, kidnapping, kidnapping, attempted extortion, oh grand theft auto, attempted first degree murder, armed kidnapping, armed robbery, burglary, grand theft, second degree, grand theft auto, possession of identification That's plate, hard. arson, extortion, money Whoa. laundering, forgery, oh. uh, uttering a forged instrument, and conspiracy to commit first degree felony. That <sighs> is a ton. He remains... What's uttering a forged instrument? I don't know. Look that up. Yeah, I have no clue. Gonna, yeah. Um, he remains on death row for the murders of so Giga he was and Christina Virgin. Yeah. Even uh, said, even pleading guilty, that kind of surprises me. He has admitted he has attempted to make multiple unsuccessful appeals against his sentence. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it called? Admitting uh, or no? Uttering a forged instrument. Um, it sounds like a yeah. like a Born of Osiris <laughs> yeah, album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Adrian on oh uh, it says when a person knowingly publishes or puts into circulation any forged document. Okay, financial so, document. so yeah, so he did have a bunch of passports too that had I mean plus names on plus them. all the business all the, yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, on October 2nd, 
1996, uh, Adrian Dorball was indicted and sentenced to the following counts. Um, on 17th July 1998 is when I think he was finally sentenced. It was conspiracy to commit racketeering, 30 years. Racketeering, 30 years. First degree murder for Fulton, Burton, death. First degree murder for Griga, death. Kidnapping, life imprisonment. Kidnapping, life imprisonment. Kidnapping. Oh, I'm sorry. Attempted extortion, five years. Grants the thought of five years. First degree murder, life. Armed kidnapping, life. Armed robbery, life. Burglary, oh my God. 15 years. Grant the thought of second degree, 15 years. Arson, 30 years. Extortion, 30 years. And conspiracy to commit a first degree felony, 15 years. Holy shit. So. Mm. He's chewing on gummies. Sorry. Took a big bite. Yeah. So because of the changes in capital punishment laws, though, Dorbill, uh, Adrian had his death sentence overturned in 2017. He may still come before a jury if my Miami prosecutors try to seek the death penalty again. <clears throat> Say that again? It says because of capital punishment, the change of capital punishment laws, his death sentence was overturned in 2017. Oh, but okay. he can still go before a jury and if Miami prosecutors try to get get him the death penalty again. He could get it again. I think so. Oh. I think that's what they were that very that's weird. That's weird. Um, John Messi was indicted on the same day as October 2nd for kidnapping, extortion, and the murders of Ferton and Griga in addition to crimes against Schiller. Uh, on July 20th, 1988, he was sentenced to 56 years imprisonment for the kidnapping and extortion of Schiller after a judge set aside convictions for the Griga and Ferton crimes. Messi appealed, and the state cross-appealed the sentence to the Florida District Court of Appeal, 3rd District, and uh, the Court of Appeal ruled that at trial, the judge had improperly set aside the two racketeering influence and corrupt organization convictions and ordered a new sentence. Oh, and my. on 15th of January, 2003, Messi was sentenced to 30 years imprisonment for one count of conspiracy. So he appealed this case. Whoa. He appealed his case to try to, like, you know, you know, get his sentence reduced, and he got more added to it. Uh, That's kind of hilarious. Yeah, and so, and then John Raimondo, I don't, they didn't really mention this dude in the story, but uh, he was part of it, and he was, um, he was indicted on one count of each conspiracy racketeering, first degree murder, and kidnapping, and attempted extortion. He was uh, convicted to one count of kidnapping and sentenced to eight years. He was released in 2002. Eight Fo years? Yeah. So following the recent pain and gain, uh, he did speak to the Miami Times about the film. I do also, so Schriller went and testified against him as well. Okay. And I read somewhere uh, that when Schriller got done testifying and, and, and doing everything and, and uh, went through that traumatic experience, he got arrested for Medicaid fraud and was sentenced to prison. Are you serious? Yeah, he was put in, yeah, yeah, he was put in what? prison. Yeah. So, I mean, he was kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was part of... Uh, wait, wait, and that's the gym owner? No, no, no. no Mark, no. Mark Schriller the, the, the guy they kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, dude. They don't um, have that shit in the movie. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so uh he he uh one of the podcasts I listened to mentioned that and they said he lives a simple life now because after getting all his shit stolen and then getting putting put in jail or prison or whatever, he like lost all of his money. Okay, that makes um, sense. So he's like, you know, just vibing as a simple man, as one would say. Jesus but fuck. That is the story of the Sun Jim gang. What a fucking mess. Yeah, dude, what an absolute mess. An absolute mess. That, man. I, man. And they turned I didn't in. realize 30 minutes or less, or this would be just yeah, as complicated ju yeah, and ridiculous. Yeah, that is fucking really nuts. I, I just, I'm stunned. Yeah, and just the fact that, like, Schriller's wife didn't call police, which I I, I don't. I would, that's weird. He I would go to Columbia like he asked, and then call the police. But still, like that is odd that she did not call the police at all. Yeah, uh, and the fact that when he got out, police didn't believe him. Like, oh my god! I mean, the well, you know, police are fucking useless. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I don't know. It, it must not be that hard yeah. to commit a crime and not get caught because the dumbest people in the world commit the most flagrant crimes and don't get caught for ages. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Although 900 pieces of evidence, that is really bad. Do you know oh, if no, they no, said no, anything no. about the 1,200 pieces oh, of evidence? And okay. Nine, I think like 98 witnesses. Was the 14 minutes thing real? Do you know? Which, what, what? Like to deliberate? 
did the joint. Oh yeah, 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 they, they, yeah, they. Oh, I don't know if it was actually fourteen dude, minutes. Dude, after they took like no time three weeks all. of you showing me evidence and be like, oh, he did it. Yeah, oh done. my god, yeah. I don't I, care. I think that was one of the first times that a dual jury was used as well. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And they got the death penalty. Yeah. You know, I the death penalty's stupid. I don't think anyone should get the death penalty, but. They, he is a horrible monster. Yeah, he's not a like, good person holy at all. Fuck. Not a good person at all. And uh, I also definitely object to his portrayal in the movie because they, one, make his murder look less on purpose. Yeah. They make it look like an accident. Yeah. Yeah. And that's weird. And then they give him that inspirational send-off. Which I thought was weird, too. It's like, this guy is like he's a... He's like a, a huge, scummy piece of shit. Yeah, we're not... He's not a good person. No. That... Oh my god! Not an appropriate film. No, I, I, I mean same thing with Thirty Minutes or Less. Yeah, Dude, I definitely object film. to how they portrayed all of it. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have made a movie about it. Uh, I just that is so. Yeah, and you know what's funny? It's like with the victim having gotten Medicare fraud charges. I'm kind of like ah fuck them. Like yeah. I mean, might as well portray him as a piece of shit. Yeah, because he kind of sounds like he was a piece of shit. I mean, essentially. So what? Did they, you get that impression? So yeah, I did. Yeah, they, yeah, absolutely. So what essentially they would do, and I think Delgado was like a part of this too, is they would, you know, they would get these calls to give these calls to somebody that's like, hey, um, uh, what, uh, you know do you need a new back brace or whatever? And or something like that. And the person's like, Oh, I do. And they're like, all right, well send us this money and we'll build your bill, your, your Medicaid insurance for it. And then, um, or they would tell the government, I'm sorry, they weren't defrauding people. They were defrauding the government. They would tell the government, Hey, this person needs this. The government would send them the money for it. And they would and, never give it to the person. I mean, and so much okay. paperwork goes to the government that essentially once it was, you know, the, the, whatever saw what was happening, it was like years later and they had to launch an investigation. So that's probably why he didn't get taken down right off the rip for it. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. It's crazy. Man, I don't know. People commit fraud like kind of can't help but to keep doing it, it seems like. Yeah. It's, Everybody yeah. in this movie is like a serial criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, and committing fraud is like you don't think like, especially defrauding the government, you're not, I, I guess maybe your conscience doesn't come into play because you're not like, oh, I'm not, defrauding people i'm defrauding uh, the or- an organization or whatever something like that i mean the, that's the way i think they think I, I was really surprised about the girlfriends all got in trouble yeah i don't in the movie they're straight up they don't have anything they to didn't, do with it they, I, I, the, I couldn't find and the cia girl didn't get in trouble yeah um that's I don't, so funny so like i so she was one of the ones that got charges brought up on her but um, but, but the, i don't think they they pursued like act like i don't think they convicted them oh uh, okay yeah. okay uh there was also uh, another dude named winston lee that they had planned to kidnap and extort like they did Triller, but he frequented the gym but it never transpired i just didn't add that in jesus because, christ yeah, yeah. they're gonna do this more yep so i mean you said one guy got off with how many years the least like the guy oh, who was the, like the, the guy who got the least amount of years was uh i think that was the chill dude who was he really like a Christian and everything? John John Ramon, uh, Raimondo, he got eight years. Was released in two thousand two. George Delgado uh, really didn't get that. He got two prison terms of. Oh wait, never mind. He got well. No, he got he got twenty years essentially, which he, that's long. He, yeah, but he was kind of the reason Triller got yeah. fucked over. Like yeah. he, he brought them. Yeah, but he didn't do it. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. what matters. Yeah, honestly. True. Uh, other thing, did Anthony Mackie's character actually marry his penis doctor? Is that real? There's a lot of stuff about how his penis didn't work in the movie. Came yeah, up a ton. well, he, I mean, in the real life, he was, uh, impotent too, so they wanted to, like, convey that. I don't think he married, I know someone mentioned, like, some of the research I did mentioned who his wife was, but it didn't really, um... Mention if he's a penis doctor? Oh. No, no, no. So, also, that just jogged my memory, um, Lugo's, like girlfriend or wife or something like that because he was cheating on her with uh the girl he said that he was in yeah yeah she thought his wife or whatever thought he was cheating on her and which i mean he was but he like he was like oh i'm not cheating because she was like why are you gone all the time this that and the other is when they kidnapped shriller she takes he takes her to the warehouse and shows her that shriller is like locked up and shit like that and she's like he's like i'm not cheating on you this is why you know i have like this blah 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 yeah. blah. i'm gone all the time and she was just like okay cool and then didn't do anything about it okay wow yeah yeah i 
I don't know. Crazy, right? That's that's all a lot to take in. Yeah, it is. It's a I lot like to can digest. barely process yeah. all of it. Oh yeah, it's just so much. Um, uh, the d- movie was amazingly faithful. Yeah, it was really the like, grill and hands the was real. Yeah, yeah. Do we know what happened with the skulls? Did they burn the skulls too, or what? Where'd those go? Well, they, like I said, they tried to burn them, but um, but they caused too much smoke that they stopped. So and they just, that they, was the heads too. The heads, okay. hands, and feet. They they sent they sent feet. somewhere else. Yeah, you need to do Any, the feet. I don't know. I guess maybe you're. They're like they were just like trying to fit him in the barrel. And like, yeah. damn it! It's like uh, packing for a vacation. Bro. <laughs> it's like, like six inches too much. Yeah. Let's just cut the head, cut um, the feet. They'll get in there. But yeah, they wanted to take out all identifying factors, and then they got that uh, anonymous phone tip about where those were. Um, crazy dude, fucking crazy. Do we know what we're covering next? Uh, oh yeah, uh, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure we wanted to do, uh, I Love You, Philip Morris. Oh yeah, yeah, Right? Okay. Let me check. I had that written down somewhere. So we did 30 Minutes or Less Pain or Gain. Uh, we could do, uh, I wanted to do the real part of I Love You, Philip Morris, because I saw the movie. Um, and so we could do... If it's gonna be me doing it, we could do that or Bernie because Bernie. I was, was our other literally one. just about to say Bernie. You I want to do I Bernie. Did, um, mm, why don't we do "I Love You, Philip Morris" and then uh, and you do the true crime of Bernie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then we'll then we'll do Bernie. Sick. Yeah, that works. Sick. Because I haven't seen "I Love You, Philip Morris." Oh yeah, you need so, to watch yeah. it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, that's on Hulu. Cool. All right. Yeah. Boom. Right on. Sweet. All right. Sick. Well, that's who we're gonna cover. That next was our. Week. We're gonna watch "I Love You, Philip Morris" next week. That was our True Climb Cinema Club. True Climb Cinema Club. Club. Um, Okay, so, uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by. We will see you guys next week. Be safe, be kind to others, most of all, be kind to yourself. Uh, If you don't already, follow me on my other social medias. You can find those at allmylinks.com slash snacksonofficial. We do true crime uh, vlogs, makeup, and mukbangs on my uh, YouTube channel. I stream on Twitch just about every day and every night. We've been playing a lot of uh, VR stuff, so that's been fun. But yeah, thanks for stopping by. We hope you guys have a good day. And um, I don't know, don't get into trouble. Wear a mask, get vaccinated. Wear a mask, get vaccinated, and stay out of trouble. Bye-bye.